I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, welcome to my Millennial Money Express. I'm Colin James as usual. Now, a lot of pain going on in the world, particularly in Europe. If you are in a position to give financially, I would encourage you. I've made a donation on behalf of My Millennial Money, which you can see in the Facebook group, uh, to UNHCR or UNICEF. I think it was UNICEF. Uh, But there's a variety of different charities that you can uh, contribute to. If you are unable to contribute, Maybe you can pause, reflect, maybe you can pray, maybe you can send a message to somebody that you know who is affected if they've got family in the region uh, and then bringing you back to home. You know, we've had this big flood emergency uh, in Queensland and New South Wales. Again, if you're in a position to give, please give. If you're in a position to help out in the local area and volunteer, please do something. I mean, we're all capable of doing something, however small, even if it is just pausing and reflecting and really thinking about people. Uh, Because what that does in your life, it makes you more humble that other people are going through crap by putting their thoughts in your heart and what they're going through. Maybe not their thoughts, but you know what I mean? So I'm all about this uh, reflecting type stuff. Uh, You can pray, you can, yeah, anything to send your energy and your attention, uh, your resources, whatever you've got to those who aren't as fortunate as you right now. And if you are listening to this from Brisbane, hope you're uh, hanging in there. I know a lot of you listen from Brisbane and uh, it's certainly unbelievable that, yeah, it can go under again in some parts. But hey, changing gears completely, We're going to talk about lifestyle inflation and we might play the bump and get right into it right now. So lifestyle... So lifestyle inflation, what is it? And I think this is really such a thing that we need to always have front of mind in our life when we are managing our personal finances, our own budgets, because no one is above this. You remember the stories of, well, I certainly do anyway, like Michael Jackson would uh, go into a store, they would close it down and he's the only one in there and he just walks around like, I'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have that. And he's just buying crap because he's got the money. Uh, We've heard other stories of people who I think Mike Tyson had like $400 million net worth and he spent it all. And basically what happens is the more you earn, the more you spend. Now, whether you're earning 50 grand a year or $500,000 a year, you're in the same boat. But what we need to do, we need to understand how we can avoid this, how we can keep those checks and balances in our own life. Uh, So any increased money that we get, can go towards investments, can go towards goals, can go towards our future 
and not becoming this glut who just consumes. But I will say one thing, if you are on a lower income, if, if you can just imagine a, a chart that kind of, I'm trying to explain like the line going up and then there's a, uh, on a 45 degree angle, then there is a big straight up line and then there's a another more kind of slower curved line into the future. I'm trying to explain that, you know, as an individual living in Australia, we do need to get to a critical mass. And I guess what I'm saying is you might suffer from lifestyle inflation more savagely between the periods of a lower income up to that $50,000 or $60,000 income. And the reason why is, you know, every, the cost of um, internet basically for most people in their house is the same price. The cost of uh, buying groceries, just essentials is basically the same. So when you look at the relative cost of our basic essentials like rent, accommodation, food, shelter, transportation, so whether you earn $100,000 a year or $50,000 a year, uh, it's the same price to catch the bus into town. It's the same price for that uh, weekly train ticket. So usually what happens is uh, in the stages of like lower income or part-time income up to that sixty, seventy, eighty thousand um, $80,000 income, you will see more of a savage natural uh, lifestyle inflation to get your uh, budget and your expenses to this critical mass, if that makes sense. Because when I do the Glenn James spending plan, I do it as a, uh, a bottom up budget because that is basically looking at how much it costs to exist and live. And then we add the income on top and see what the difference is. And the reason why is because I believe every person in Australia has the same type of critical mass, uh, bare bones, living expenses. So there is a little bit of a pass here with people establishing their incomes. And, and this is a really good example because, you know, if you've been at uni for a million years and you've lived on, you know, absolutely the smell of an oily rag for years, and then you get your first full-time job, well, if you looked at a lifestyle inflation meter, it's going to go through the roof, right? Because you've lived off nothing. Now you've got an income. Now we can actually go out. Now we can go, oh, we're going out to brunch twice a week. And it's, yeah, it's $50 for those two brunches because, you know, brunches are expensive. So, I think it's okay to get to that critical mass and be okay with once your income increases, I believe you are actually allowed to enjoy your money and I believe you're allowed to enjoy some of the finer things in life if you like. And I guess my caveat is we always need to be giving, saving and spending in that order. And that's what I do in my life. I give some, I save some, I spend some. The save some category is like saving for stuff uh, that I need. Like if I need to save for a new lounge or I don't know, back deck renovation or save as in investing for the future, saving for future Glenn. So I think if you're not doing all three things, your life is out of balance. And again, while you're building your career and while you're starting to establish your life, uh, those balances may not be there yet. And you've probably got a bit of a pass on that because if you're on a lower income and you don't have that much money, well, I don't want you to give your money away if you're struggling to put food on the table for your family, right? So like everything, I can make these big grand statements, but there's always carve outs. And 
you know, you're not dumb. You know who, who I'm talking about. Like, you can't be there sitting, listening to this earning 150 grand income and being like, yeah, I'm struggling to put food on my table. So I'm not being generous to the folks uh, in Queensland suffering from, I don't know why I'm doing this Trumpy voice, but whatever. So you know what I mean? Like, you're not dumb. You know what I'm talking about. So just don't use it as an excuse that, oh, I don't, I'm not generous because Glenn said, I've got to look after my family first. I'm like, yeah, you do. But if you're going to freaking Prague five times a year, and you're not giving a cent away of your money or your time, well, maybe your life is out of balance. And I don't know why I'm harping on this, but whatever, I'm here now. So the thing is, give, save, spend. If you give all your money away, well, you're not looking after future you and you're not enjoying and looking after the now. If you save all your money, you're not being generous. So you're being a tight ass and that's never good because it just will make you a horrible person yeah, at me, whatever, don't care. And then then you got no balance, right? You're not saving for the future. Uh, well, you're saving too much for the future, sorry. And you're not living in the now, like you're not actually enjoying life because you're too worried about saving it all. But if you are spending all your money, you just, it's all a 100% big party, which is awesome, but not really because you're not looking after future you and you're not being generous because it's all about you. So, that's what I would say. Give some, save some, spend some in that order. That's kind of a good overarching rule to avoid lifestyle inflation. So the thing with lifestyle inflation, we'll assume we've got to our critical mass. Um, you're a functioning adult, whatever that is. Let me know if uh, you know how to do that. And you've got your bills, you've got your spending plan, you've got full-time income, you're in the full swing of life and you get the odd pay rise. And then you go, well... I got an extra $20 a week. I'm just going to put that towards X. And then a couple of years later, I got a bonus. Oh, I really wanted to do this thing. So I'm going to spend it on that. And then you fast forward and you realize that, hang on, I've gone from a $50,000 income or a $45,000 income starting my life and career. I'm now earning $80,000 why the heck don't I have any savings? Well, could be a few reasons. One of them could be I got paid more, so I'm just spending more. So I want to talk about in this episode today, um, my five things that I do in my life, and I would encourage you to maybe look at these and steal my five things or look at these and say I'm full of crap, Glenn, my ways are better or whatever, make your own ways up, don't care. But just use this time to think about how you can stop lifestyle inflation in your life because it's like lifestyle inflation, it's really weird. And I think we need to be, we need to check ourselves because it's almost gluttony of, anyway, uh, let's just play the bump music again, Nath, and we'll get into my five tips uh, to avoid lifestyle inflation. Okay, the first tip I've got, and well, stuff it, there's six tips now because I can't count. But the first tip is look for the trigger areas that may cause you to be spending more money when you get it. So what is the key area? Is it your daily spending? So I just get paid more. So I'm just drinking coffee, breakfast, lunch, and tea out 
or like breakfast, morning tea, afternoon tea at the office, I'm buying coffee. So my daily spend, I'm buying lunch every day now that I've got the money where five years ago, I used to have to bring my lunch to work. And I'm so guilty of that as well. Like I actually, weirdly, I did a big shop the other day, uh, click and collect. I ordered five pairs for the week and they sent me five one kilo bags. Thanks Woolworths. Uh, But I did a big shop because I wanted to just start making my lunch more. So today I made lunch at home. So what are the triggers? Is it the luxury things? I get paid more. So I want to buy more mountain bike stuff. I want to buy more fishing stuff. I want to buy more um, handbag accessories. I'm not a chick or someone who loves handbags. I don't know. Or I've got a shoe fetish. So, so what's your thing? Is it subscriptions? Is it holidays? So just really look at that trigger that is causing your lifestyle inflation to go. There might not be one. It could just be, I can't manage my money well and it's sloppy. So the second point is to have a solid money system in place. And for me in my life, the key area of lifestyle inflation for Glennie Boy James over here was basically the the week on week spending stuff. And with the Glenn James spending plan, I've got the weekly spend account. So I transfer an amount from my cash hub over to my weekly spend account and that's it. I might have a little bit more money this week because I ate lunch at home today. So that's kind of what I've done. I've got a solid money system. It's automated, it's systemated. It removes Glenn James from the process. If I get a pay rise and I pay myself from my business, uh, a lot of you know that when I started this podcast stuff, I didn't... um, really draw an income. And at the start of last year, I started drawing an income. And then um, at the end of last year, I gave myself a slight pay increase. Um, Because my spending plan's in place, it just means that the pay increase means I've got more money left over for goals or investing, right? And whether I'm earning an extra 20 grand or an extra two grand, it doesn't change my living and my lifestyle. So, Yeah, one, look for the triggers. Two, have a solid money system in place. Whatever system that is, have a system that removes you and it's automated. Number three, this is a big one and I know a lot of you don't have consumer debt, but if you are in consumer debt, you've got to unwind as we go into number three, the use of consumer debt in your life. I believe out of all the people I've coached with uh, getting out of debt and not being able to save, anecdotally, there is a strong correlation between the use of debt, the use of overspending, the use of sloppiness with money management and the and the symptom of can't save money. So you've got to unwind from the use of debt because it doesn't hurt when you buy stuff on debt. It hurts years later when you're trying to pay it off. And I better hurry up so I'm not here all day. Third, uh, fourth thing, you've got to have clear financial goals in your life. An old proverb says, without a vision, the people perish. And just think about that. Have you got a financial vision for your life? Because if you do, you've got more of a chance to nail that and keep engaged and go, well, I've just got a pay rise. I want to put that into uh, these financial goals. It's the fifth point, and maybe it is a a 4.2 or whatever, but it's more about having a solid investment strategy that this is what I invest in every month. And it's different to a fin- so a financial, a clear financial goal might be, I want to save up and get to the point where we've got $20,000 and then we can take a six month trip through Asia or something like that. So that's a financial goal, but in the background, um, and 
And that could be seen as lifestyle-ish if you're doing it every week. But if it is uh, like, we want to do this before we settle down and have kids, or we're going to do this once the kids leave home or whatever that is, it's not wasted because you've earned the money, you don't have debt, you've got a solid money system, you're enjoying life, which you're allowed to. And it's a clear financial goal, which will stop you overspending at the counter and the week on week crap. Solid investment strategy is every week I put X amount or every month I put X amount into my ETF portfolio, blah, blah, blah. The last point, whatever number we're up to, we'll call it number six. You've got to remove yourself from consumerism. You've got to unplug from the, I need everything brand new. I need everything now. You've got to do that, guys. It will just eat you inside because consumerism never sleeps. And then I put a forward slash in this, look to sustainability in your life and the things that you purchase. Yes, it might be more expensive to buy the product that's in the glass jar, but can you use that glass jar at home for something else? So you've, this is, and this is going to be a hard one for a lot of people to get to, to remove yourself from the consumerism lifestyle and look to sustainability in the things that you can control. Now, I say that um, by saying, or whatever I'm at here, if you look at all the points that I've talked about, like looking at the triggers, unwinding from the use of debt, you know, having that solid money system in place, clear financial goals, solid investment strategy, it's going to start to be really easy to remove yourself from consumerism. It's going to be easier to look towards sustainability. If you are stuck in this, I need to buy this to feel good stuff, I would encourage you if that's an issue and you think it might be a clinical behavioral issue, speak to your GP, chat to a psychologist because we've all got crutches in our life and that just could be a thing here. So thank you so much for having a listen to me, have a rant about ways to mitigate lifestyle inflation in your life. I'm Glenn James. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.